It is so well defined what we have to do today. We got to go to work. We got to do. All right, it's time for another NFL in London podcast. Wade McWayne, Ryan Call here. Hello. We are going to go and review week three. Uh, week three was, woo, up it's and down. Exciting. Yeah, it's exciting. Very exciting. Game. Some great games. Some records broken. Some records broken. Records to be broken in week four as well. Some souls broken. Uh, some ankles. The rookie quarterbacks, basically, is the rookie quarterback. That's to me what the story of week three was. The abysmal performance of every single rookie quarterback. It was, Trey Lance had the best game. He played like one snap. Yeah. Well, maybe because uh, they're rushing. <laughs> like, what does that say? Rushing rookie quarterbacks out. Like I said, we shouldn't have rushed uh, Fields in, but we'll get into all of that. Uh, we also had a great uh, weekend, a great Sunday at the Sports Bar and Grill Old Street. Uh, Ryan's first time coming down. That it was, was beautiful. A beautiful. Lots of it's TVs. Really nice. Lots of TVs, lots of action, open late. And we also had a winner of our DraftKings contest. Uh, congrats to Connor O'Hara. Wow. Uh, O'Hara, actually from Dublin. From Star Trek? No, he did not. He could be, but uh, oh, oh, horror. Uh, he is from Dublin. He won the DraftKings contest. Congratulations. He'll be going to the Florida game. Ryan, I'll go through all of the games and news. Uh, obviously, some uh, some big news we can go through and, and chat about uh, throughout as we add to the teams. Um, but some big games coming up this week. Let's go and talk about some of the games that happened last week. We, we already talked about Thursday game. We'll, we'll jump into my game quickly. Uh, the beatdown. The, be- the Bears beatdown. Um, as Justin Fields absolutely overwhelmed. No offensive line. What offensive line? Cleveland Browns smoke. Uh, Chicago 26-6. As they say, Justin Tucker's field goal uh, was no, one. No, that's not the other game. No, 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 no. What I'm telling you is oh, Justin okay. <laughs> Tucker's field goal was one yard more than Justin oh, Fields yes, got yes, in total true. yards. That is definitely so, true. Um, you can tell it was a bad day. There was no offensive line. You know, if you were playing Allen Robinson or David Montgomery in fantasy, you had a crap day. Browns move on, and they're really showing themselves as sort of the top team now well, in the AFC. I'll know. say this. Listen. Yes, Browns do look good. They look better than... The Bears, obviously, one what is it? One net passing yard, yeah, was the stat of the day. This was this was just like a failure from a coaching perspective. This just shows like like he got to the playoffs twice with Mitch Trubisky, mm-hmm. right? Like so, it's like Matt Nagy has just totally forgotten how to coach. Like he took Mitch Trubisky, which everyone thought was one of the worst quarterbacks in Bears history after getting a, and this and now we got this running quarterback. They do nothing to like bring him mm-hmm. out to throw on the run. They tri- they basically gave him Andy Dalton's playbook and said you're going to play like Andy Dalton today. Yeah. And it's just what are you do. It's Matt Nagy. It, he's going to be the first coach fired. Hundred percent. This is going to be an absolute blow up of the of the Bears this offseason, I think. It might even start halfway through the season. Like, Mack had a good game. Like I said, they're going to trade Mack. Yeah. There is no point in keeping Khalil Mack on your team right now. This You're going to lose Allen Robinson. It's, like, it's all Matt Nagy's fault. This is, if I were you, I'd be furious. Well, I'm obviously <laughs> quite angry. And obviously, you, you got to wait and see what's going to happen. That was Vlad, bad play calling. And as you say, the playbook was not and suited Miles for Garrett, Justin Fields. Four and a half sacks. Nine, Garrett, sacks, nine sacks in totals. Um, and some of that has like that's just not just bad offensive line. No. That's also Justin Fields. Yeah, is clearly not ready. Is not prepared. Like wow, it's just like I've been saying. Maybe they should let him wait. No, but game. I don't mind. Like the thing is, see, Josh Allen had games that were maybe not that bad. But his yeah. rookie year, he had some ones where I was like, get him out of there. Like he is dying out there. And they had like no weapons. So there's I I still say go with them. Let them let them ride or die because you got to take your lumps. Peyton Manning, his first year, threw like 24 interceptions. If yeah. that was in today's time, Peyton Manning would be considered like a bust. They'd be like wanting to trade him. It's a different league, obviously, back then. And I mean, a lot of pressure on these young quarterbacks. But 
you know, you look at it was bad play calling, bad execution. He's just not ready. He's just not yeah, ready. I think he's given up, I think. Like, it doesn't feel like this is a guy that's going to inspire you. It just feels like it's going to get worse. A bit of calling it in. <laughs> yeah. uh, here's a, a team it almost got worse for. Baltimore uh, Ravens yeah. uh, outlast 19 to 17 uh, play clock. Obviously, there's a big you know, controversy in this one in that the play clock had zero. Just bad refing all it was bad around. Ref- it was bad a bad refing this week. It's it been was bad refing all year. It's yeah. like this is why they need to be full time refs so they could literally in the off season just practice. What do you think they work at Bed Bath and Beyond most of the time? So. Well, no. What I mean is they're not full time employees. No. Okay. And what I'm saying is. If they're not full-time employees, they're not getting paid full-time. They're not going to work on the off-season on their refing craft. I don't know if they do that. Practice throwing well, the, the flags. Well, the cameramen are full-time. Fact, like, throwing the flags into buckets. Like, cameramen are out. full-time employees. So what does that mean? That no, but they probably have other camera jobs. Mm, I'm saying. No, you sign an exclusivity. You work mostly with the NFL. But what I'm saying, cameramen aren't causing games to be no. changed. The refs are. And we saw it in this. That was an absolute delay of game. Yeah. Um, but it did give us to see Justin Tucker be able to do the the kick. And, and if anyone deserves to be the the record holder for kicks, sure. it's Justin Tucker. Yeah. He's the best I've ever seen. Yeah. He's, he's gonna he is the goat, as they say. And um it was awesome to see. But it worries me if I'm Baltimore. It's like you needed that to beat yeah. Detroit. So Detroit, even though yeah, a lot of people are laughing at them, they've been in every Their single game. Play. Except- you know, there's something you don't count out, and it's one of those things. I think it was almost like Washington football team the other last season where you sort of they can get beaten. But they can keep it close, and and uh, you know, good on Detroit. Like it, Hugh, yeah, great. You know, good on Detroit. Keep it close. Mar, uh, Lamar did a huge fourth and nineteen play. Yeah. Uh, but if I'm Baltimore, I'm a bit concerned that we could we could only score nineteen on on the Lions. Maybe get, it was uh, coming off the emotion. and get scored on. Yeah, I think it's it, we did. I did talk about that in my betting that it was an emotional game. They came back off, obviously after the Chiefs, but you know, Detroit keeps it close. Two points when you've got a when it was a big point spread. Moving on to the next game, uh, this is possibly the, the most boring. My was awful. The most boring game to watch. It didn't seem like the teams were actually executing any plays. Atlanta Falcons win seventeen to fourteen in a want walk game. Uh, I had the Giants to win this one, and and you know Daniel Jones played pretty much okay. Yeah, compared to everyone, but Saquon, what's well, going on well, there? Saquon had his best game of the year. And, you know, it's not saying he had a great, great game, but it's just they're just not good teams. Like this is just yeah. it. Like, we've got the Kyle Pitts talk of this is going to revamp Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan looks completely shot out there. Yeah. Um, you know, you got Calvary. You still have weapons. They you know, they don't have a running game. But this is the NFL. Like no one's passing. No one's running it really, yeah. and it's not really stopping anyone else. This was like a get right game, and you barely got right. If I'm the Giants, though, like what do you do? Dude, Joe Judge is not again. These guys stop hiring Patriots coaches. Okay, Bill They're Belichick doesn't tell him anything. No. These ideas are we got the next Belichick. Joe Judge, he was like yes. a special teams, yeah. like an offensive line coach. It's like, but he the, sat next the, to Bill the in the Belichick canteen. tree is decrepit and 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 been in a wildfire. Yeah. Okay, those trees are burnt to, to ash. Never like Matt Patricia. It's just a sea of failures across the board. Flores is the only one, and he got he's getting stomped. He got stomped by the Bills every yeah. time he plays them. So, um, to me, I, again, this is another coach who could get fired. This Gettleman is gone, and we could see if they're in the top five again. Daniel Jones is done. This yeah, is because you need your quarterbacks to win. Yeah, and the and one thing Daniel Jones doesn't do is win. If you look at it too, I mean that offensive line is abysmal. That you know the defense was coming across it pretty quick, and that's the Atlanta defense. It just didn't seem like there was any forethought in terms of play calling, execution, vision. 
It was just one of those things that if you were a fan that went to that game, you just sort of go, I'd rather have gone to an XFL game. Yeah, this like was, this Manning was got really his reti- New Jersey retired, and then yeah. the owner gets so booed that Manning has to like quiet the crowd. Yeah, and that was the most exciting part of the game. <laughs> yeah. Peyton Manning quieting <laughs> the crowd Eli from Manning, Booger Eli, Eli yeah. quieting. Uh, another <clears throat> uh, stinker of a game, but this one was sort of expected, I think. Uh, New Orleans Saints. I don't know. I think a lot of people were really on the Mac Jones stroke fest. I wasn't, but uh, um, I was pretty big that this on. would be a bit of a, a bit of a blow, and it kind of was. Saints all over the Patriots uh, again. You know, Mac Jones. He's he's trying to make the smart decisions and be effective under Bill's tutelage. Um, you know, no mistakes. But at the same time, it's not exciting football. And then he did, you know, obviously have a, to run in with that New Orleans defense. And there's been all that. See, we even said that is there the, the chance that the Tom Brady shadow that's been hovering over them mm-hmm. just kind of got got to them. Like, Mac Jones look, didn't look great this thing. That's also the problem. Like, people have these insane expectations. Like, they found their Brady. It's like yeah. he's a rookie. Yeah. It's like there's very few rookies. Like, Dak was the only one and who I've seen Maybe in the last few years, Andrew Luck, maybe that literally walked in and lit it up. Like Deshaun Watson. Yeah, Deshaun Watson had those seven games, and then he yeah. blew out his knee. Yeah. Um, but that's what I mean. It's yeah. very three in like ten years is not mm-hmm. a good good um, number. It's just to me, this is just a Patriots team who brought in Johnny Smith, who can't do anything. Can't so catch. There's drop. a lot of teams that are probably like, thank God we didn't splash out. 60 million on Johnny Smith and Hunter Henry yeah. and you got Kenyon Bourne who had his best game but these are just this is just not a good offense Damian Harris wasn't good no. they barely ran it and, and their offensive line which was supposed to be the best part of the Patriots is looking average right now um, so the Saints are a good D they mm-hmm. can make they can make you pay and it was just Patriots 0-2 at home and yeah. now they got Brady coming in they're going to be 0-3 at home yeah that's going to be an interesting one because obviously with Brady and, and uh, you know his obviously with his dad talking about all the Bill Belichick bullshit and all that kind of stuff as well I think that's going to be motivating and then Adam Guerrero is like um, his oh his, his first Gwen, his old trainer his Gwyneth Paltrow yeah. his goop his old his trainer who got trainer. fired and banned from the facilities who's always got shit to say uh, it's it's uh, it's tough for the, the the Patriots. You know, obviously, I thought they would be able to get some stuff together with Mac Jones, but you know, against the Saints, it's very tough. Going against the Patriots this week will just be and an abysmal. The way time. this division's wrapping up, the Bills might have it wrapped up by like, Thanksgiving. That could be done all over because they, they next week they're going to be one and three. Yeah, Jets are going to be over four. If Miami loses, they're one and three, and the Bills could be. Just Bills keep... are playing Houston. They're going to be three and yeah. one. It's, it's perfect. a huge game. It's all huge coming game. together. It's all. Who is not all coming together for is a team that beat the Bills yeah. in Week One, the Pittsburgh Steelers. Big Ben is now the 25th ranked quarterback. He is not Dead looking good. man walking. Cincinnati Bengals smoke it. Uh, and you know it's bad when Aaron Rodgers is giving compliments. And he, after he's been talking a lot complimentary, and obviously you start looking going, hey, I wonder if... Because Pittsburgh would be a good fit for Aaron Rodgers. Uh, there was a bit of romance going on. He was talking about Mike Tomlin. Uh, despite all this stuff he's going on, he's still throwing hearts at other teams. Uh, Cincinnati Bengals outlast Pittsburgh 24-10. Joe Burrow keeps going on, keeps rocking it. Yeah, well, we, we picked this one. Yeah. This feel just felt like an easy pick for yeah. an upset. It's just been, been in 15 targets to Najee Harris. Mm-hmm. Like, he caught like 14 balls. Like That's an insane amount for a guy you know, who didn't even, wasn't even a receiving running back. <laughs> yeah. And the fact that you're dumping it off that many times means you're shot. Yeah, Your arm is shot. He's yeah. got a torn peck. So what are you doing, Pittsburgh? Like I know you got this could be shut it down, retire. I think this yeah. one could be in the next couple. Monte Davis just walk up the field. Yeah, yeah. See you later, Big Ben out at half, never comes back. 
you could see an injury shut him down for the season. That's it. Because yeah. what are you doing? Why? Like, I understand Ben's been he's been the best quarterback they've ever had. Even Bradshaw, but Bradshaw played in a time where he threw for like a yeah. thousand yards. Um, so he's been the best quarterback they've ever had. So, and I think they're just afraid. They've just messed this whole thing up by not drafting his being too afraid to draft because big big ben's such a baby yeah like he's like <laughs> don't the, upset he's him. like the joe flacco type where he yeah. just sulks and he just bear there rogers that type of thing where he gets except he does he does the opposite where he plays terribly yeah and rogers becomes mvp but i think it's over i think you picture your defense is, is isn't as good without tj watt um and and your quarterback is as they say washed He's yeah, it's, it's not been going well for him. And obviously, when you have a big start, 11-0 last season, then you start just stinking it up this we season. started exactly how you ended last year. Yeah, and, and it's not going, it doesn't seem any signs of getting better. I mean, the Bengals had control of this game throughout. It didn't even look like Pittsburgh was even threatening in this no. game. So when you start seeing a 24-10 to 10 beating down like this, if you can only get 10 points uh, with all of those wide receivers, with all of that talent that you have... Man, that's scary because you're going to have to rely on your defense, which, as you say, is crumbling. How did the Bills lose to Pittsburgh? Like, Jesus Christ. I think a lot of people... Now I feel, everyone's like, what happened? That just says week one's weird. Week it is week one. Week always one's weird. always weird. Uh, another weird game. Tennessee Titans Ugh. come back on this one. Uh, we thought Indianapolis might keep this close, but Tennessee rumbles 25-16. to 16. Uh, Derrick Henry again running. But these guys, I mean, this is just a battering Look, between these sort of division rivals in this game. It feels the same way even with Carson Wentz. They've got no ankles. He's out there playing. It just doesn't look good. He's lost like seven straight games as a starter. Yeah. Like, this is a Colts team that never starts at 0-3. They always have at least enough pieces to make it work. Jonathan Taylor looks average. This was supposed to be this juggernaut offensive line. And their defense has just been okay. Like, it just doesn't feel like anything's come no. together. Frank Reich's... You know, it's just like they got to start calling Andrew Luck back. Uh, he's yeah. got a couple of years now to rest. He might be ready. He might be get that itch. Get Philip Rivers. They're calling him every single week yeah. to try and get him to come back because this is not going to work with Carson Wentz. I'm just plus they also don't have that many weapons. Like who they're like they're Michael Pittman Jr. Pascal's okay. You know, Jonathan Taylor's supposed to be good. They don't have a great tight end. No. Oh uh, yeah, they don't have a great tight end. It's Doyle. Just, Doyle, yeah, you know, Doyle. Sheriff, Sheriff Jack Doyle. Yeah. Um, and it's just a team that I thought was going to be a lot more competitive, but Carson Wentz just doesn't feel like the answer. And now you got his contract, so good luck with that. Yeah, I mean, it was never a big, smart decision to, to go all in on Wentz. Well, uh, the thing is, he has all the tools. He wanted, He played his best season was with Frank Reich. It did yeah. make sense, but it's just... Maybe they're just trying to, you know, the member berries. They're trying yeah, to live you in the past. You can't, you can't go and, and say things were great five years ago, so let's do it again. It's like getting back to an ex-girlfriend who cheated on you and then saying, right. yeah, but this time she'll be great. It happens so, all the time. It does happen <laughs> all the time. And, uh, yeah. But Tennessee moves on in this one. It, it wasn't that definitive even from them to beat a team like the Colts. You know, it's just two AFC teams knocking the crap out of each other. Definitive did come in the way in the Buffalo Bills, 20, 43-21. I called this blowout. You I did call it a blowout. They opened up the blowout, uh, you know, despite the Washington trying to get their, you know, running game together, which they did with a bit of success with Gibson. Uh, Buffalo Bills, Josh Allen able to throw four TDs in this one. Uh, you know, and run for one. And, and run, run for, for one. one. They put it away, 43-21. Uh, Ryan called this one, and, and the Bills... Uh, Start moving up as as the, obviously the leader in the AFC East. Well, there's a couple things in this game. Number one, Washington doesn't have a good defense. All this talk of mm-hmm. this amazing defense is just not good. Chase Young has no sacks. Sweat can't really get. They been Josh Young barely even got touched that game. Uh, he just he just sat back there and just picked him apart. He looked way more like the Josh Allen of 2020. 
And this Bills D is just smothering. Like, yeah. the moment anyone catches it, they're just on them. No one gets runs after the – even though the Antonio Gibson one was a screen pass that went 80 yards. But those yeah. are, like, fluky ones sure. where people had fallen over each other. And But Zach Moss looked good. Josh Allen looked great. You know, Emmanuel Sanders had two great uh, runs or catches for touchdowns. He's been such a – Everyone's been like, when's he going to have his breakout game? And now this team, if they get a little bit of momentum rolling, they got Houston next week. They're like 17-point favorites. Yeah. Then they got Kansas City coming up. So they get another big win going into Kansas City with a bit of momentum. So yeah. it was a huge win, but not really that surprising. Washington's not a good team. Heineke's fine. Yeah, He had some really nice plays. He's, he's a bit frisky, but they also just don't have enough weapons. Don't have enough weapons, but you know it goes to show you, too, when you have a, a quarterback with a few more years on you, when you you look at all the rookies <clears throat> getting absolutely devastated, and, and Heineke is playing competently. He's playing pretty well, playing better than any. That of the wasn't his fault. That no, game. <clears throat> and he's playing better than all the rookies. <laughs> but the fact is, Buffalo moves on. And Washington still, you know, they've got the running game, which is good. It would obviously be nice to see Fitz in there, be able to to, to match up because you you are missing. There's some great wide receivers. McLaurin's a great wide receiver, but it's being able to throw him the ball. Big upset in this one. People watched this game on Sky. We watched it in disbelief. I wouldn't say big Not really. upset. Well, big upset. Chargers, I mean, the, the fact is that they were feckless. They, there was nothing that the Kansas City Chiefs could really do. They were victims of their own ineptitude. Uh, and the Chargers, you know, six-point victory in this one. Chiefs are 1-2 and two now. And obviously a lot of questions. Andy Reid leaves it. Well, Andy Reid was sick. He left the, the game he sick. Disgusted with his team. <laughs> yeah, basically he was throwing up in his, whole, in his own mouth all day and, and had to leave. Uh, but you know the Chiefs now have a lot of work to do. What one and two? You know so. But this to me, there's a couple things like the fact that the Chargers almost found a way to do the Charger thing, where they literally had the ball at the three with like 30 seconds left, first down, and they throw it for a yeah. touchdown. They're like, what are you doing? Well, you giving of all people, Patrick Mahomes, a guy who can throw yeah. a 70 yard hail mary. You're giving this guy all this time. It was like the most stupidest call. I, I get it. You're trying to like. Stick, they even had that play where they fourth and nine. They could have kicked yeah. the field goal. They went forward on fourth and nine. There were just a lot of ballsy calls out there, and they had they could have blown this to Chargers. Yeah. I think <clears throat> Herbert looks great. He's two and one career against Mahomes. So I think for years the Herbert Mahomes match is going to be oh yeah like, it's going to be a prime time game the Brady, for the next Rogers yeah yeah, yeah Brady, Brady Manning yeah, yeah Brady Manning it's going to be. Uh, for the next like fifteen years, because he's the only one who can beat him. Yeah, that's why everyone else like to watch everyone else him. like Josh Allen or Lamar beat him. Josh Allen's gonna be the only one who's gonna be like zero and four if yeah. they can't beat him. But again, Mike Williams is the real story. He's looking like a, now a true number one. Um, and uh, so that could, they got the offense, the defense coming. Derwin James is playing great. Yeah, um, they just made Mahomes make mistakes, and when they. Turn it over three, four times. You're not going to win in the NFL. So, but they're still always in it, no yeah. matter what. So, the, I'm not worried about Kansas City. They'll be fine. The the Chargers were able to obviously get that defense going, really rattle Mahomes, which is good to see uh, come up the middle on him a few times, which is nice. Uh, but the Chiefs, you know, they, their offensive line really struggling. It's, it's something you know when, when you look back to the Super Bowl, how they had struggled protection. You, you figure they're going to fix that up, and they just couldn't. Uh, so that's really troubling for the Chiefs. You know, obviously, anytime they're going to play anyone, as you say, they are going to be a threat. But now people have a bit of a winning recipe to beat them. Arizona Cardinals were struggling at this one early, but end up coming back. Kyler Murray and company overcoming a um, bit of uh, shenanigans first in the Jaguars. Uh, uh, they win 31-19. to Trevor Lawrence gets a touchdown, but he still gets another loss uh, to go 0-3. Or, sorry, <clears throat> yeah, to, to, to 
continue his losing season. Uh, Jacksonville doesn't doesn't seem like everything is. You know, it seems like the same old Jacksonville is. Arizona makes mistakes, but they can still win. Yeah, uh, Jacksonville again. This is Trevor Lawrence, another bad game. Like considering he was like considered the the Andrew Luck, the Peyton Manning. This guy's gonna walk in. With Urban Meyer, and, and it's not like they don't have weapons. You know, DJ yeah. Chark's good. Mar- um, Chanel, yeah. Marvin Jones Jr. play always somehow seems to play well. Chanel, you know, Robinson. They got they got some pieces. You know, maybe they should have kept Tebow. Yeah, really. I think that's sure. they, they haven't won since they've cut Tebow. It's God's will. Uh, so that that's just well, they've won ever since literally over a year. Yeah, uh, it's been that long. But Arizona again, they kept it close. They kept doing little things to to make this game seem a lot closer. I was. I had it on my bets. I lost on another game, but I had this, but they made it feel really nervous. Cliff Kingsbury trying to give it away. But Arizona's just, again, has a better defense. They got a pass rush. They got the offense. Yeah. Um, I, I like to see a bit better running game, but, you know, they'll be fine with Connor and um, Edmonds. But to me, this is just Jacksonville. Again, you're going to see Jets, Jacksonville, the same teams. Yeah. That, like, there's no more of get your quarterback and we're going to the playoffs. It's get your bad quarterback, suck, yeah. and we'll get you another piece like Joe Burrow with Jamar Chase. It's going to be – so I think we're going to see the top five next year like exactly the same as the top five this year. Yeah, it's nothing, de- it's nothing definitive from this Jacksonville squad. And, I mean, you know, as much as people think that these rookies are going to come light it up and heralding in as these new sort of – you know, great quarterbacks, it's not going to be the it case. It takes some time. It takes yeah, some time. Yeah, and took took time for Kyler Murray as well. You know, he is still making mistakes. He still makes plays. You're like, what a bonehead move. What are you doing? This dude? is also the problem in college football where you give them nine straight easy games. Yeah. And they play two tough games a year. And then they get to the NFL. They're like, everyone's good. It's yeah. like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're not amazing. Wichita State. It's amazing how you can all get smashed over. Uh, speaking of smashed over, uh, the New York Jets <clears throat> do not have an answer. You know, Robert Salah was being heralded as this guy who's going to change the team, bringing all these things, smart, smart, smart. The Jets don't even seem like they want to score. Even when Zach Wilson had some time, he was so, um, he just couldn't make any decisions. He just sat there and then ended up getting sacked or throwing the ball away. Whereas Denver Broncos are playing very plucky football. Their their defense is all over the place. Yeah, that's it. Denver Broncos, three wins have been against 0-9 teams. Perfect. That's what you did. you got to beat your teams. That's all you can really do. So I'm looking forward. That defense is great, but I'm looking forward to seeing them play a team and see how competitive they can be. The Jets are just abysmal. Like This is a problem with going with like a defensive coach with a rookie quarterback rookie t- team a rookie young quarterback with an offensive mind that's yeah. that's the winning success right now yeah. there's very few like the ones that are the ones that are like like Sean McDermott with Josh Allen Sean McDermott was there before Josh Allen yeah. he had Tyrod Taylor for a couple of years the, there's no one that ever says let's team up Zach Wilson Robert Salah there's a match made yeah. in heaven it's literally oil and water you're putting together oil and oil and Salah <laughs> even last year like everyone just because everyone got so excited of him running up and down the stairs before yeah. games like oh look at this coach he's motivated but he's last year, last year when he was that great defense like Josh all the great quarterbacks just picked them apart they yeah. just picked them apart and this Jets defense you know they got a few little pieces here and there Quentin Williams um, but the Jets, like, Zach Wilson just looks completely... And then you got Darnold, 3-0. and Zach, if you're the Jets, you must feel just like this is... This is another... They actually look worse than last year. Yeah. This could be 0-16. Yeah, no, they... You know, everyone was pegging Detroit as being the ones that would be the worst team in the league Houston, by far. If Houston, or Houston, play, Houston do play the Jets, I think. It's going to be... Yeah, but Houston is playing like they've got... They they don't want to be losers. Uh, yeah, whereas exactly. the Jets, they just sort of playing like they're lost. They're, it's like they're looking to the sidelines for the next play. 
They I, should have kept Arnold, got more picks, yeah. and built this team because there's so many open, they have so many holes, so many mistakes. It's just it, there's yeah, no but it was fix. E- and you got by the time you fix it, you're going to have ruined two quarterbacks. And if, onto your third. And they're not going to. They weren't you know ever going to admit the fact that it was maybe their fault. And and it you know it's all oh, blame Darnold. And then you know we're going to blame Wilson. Uh, you can't yeah, keep passing the blame on New all York's going to blame Wilson. <laughs> it's tough because all these kids coming to the New York media. Look, Denver Broncos moves to three and all, as you say. Look, easy teams. But Denver still getting some confidence. Our Raiders uh, survive. Uh, talk about another the win. Undefeated Raiders. Undefeated Raiders uh, in a close game. Picked this one to be a close game. I thought I thought Miami might actually win this one, but they did cover. Uh, Miami Dolphins showing uh, some J- Jacoby Brisket. Right near the end, man. Yeah, yeah. How about those little drives coming back? And, and, and my well-cooked brisket with some sauce on the side. Keeps it close. But you know what? He, he actually looked quite good. And, and it could be the new sort of the, the sort of Fitz Magic era for him. He, if he continues to play, yeah, well, it makes it tougher to Tua. Will Tua get... But again, he's got to win. But will Tua get back in? To me, this is just about the Raiders. Raiders really look competent on offense, which is surprising. Considering, you know, Josh Jacobs is out. But Derek Carr is... Even though he didn't have, doesn't have a lot of weapons, he just feels comfortable yeah. spreading it around to everyone. Um, again, we've seen these stories at the Raiders before. They have a better defense. They're getting to the quarterback more. But, you know, you still gave up 28 points to the Dolphins, who got shut out yeah. last week. So, to me, there's still a lot of questions. I want to see the Raiders again. Raiders, Chargers next week yeah. on a Monday Great night. Game. So, that's going to be to be the real test of the Raiders. I want to see what they can do there. But they're doing what I, did, what I didn't think they could do, or a lot of people didn't think they could do. And they're out 3-0, and good for them. First place. Yeah. Last place Chiefs. Who would have thought we'd be well, saying that? Well, especially with the injuries. When you got Josh Jacobs, and you got one of your best running backs is out, and, you, and, you, and they're still able to pull wins together. Derek leading the league in passing yardage. Just, he's, he's making up for it. He's cooking. You just hope that he doesn't uh, burn through all the fuel in the tank uh, oh, before hello. we run out of gas. Nailed what? It. Hey, hey, Britain, <laughs> fill up it. here, free gas. Uh, speaking of uh, free gas, uh, who really gassed it up? Minnesota Vikings last week, thirty to seventeen over the Seahawks. Uh, Madison, if you hadn't picked him up, everyone went nuts for him in uh, fantasy as well as Conklin and a few other Minnesota Vikings who scored a lot of points, but probably only, only game you're going to see them in. Seattle Seahawks said nothing. Uh, Minnesota was throwing everything at them. The defense was firing. The offense was firing. Russ Wilson was not cooking. No. Cousins, listen, Cousins has been awesome this year. This is a team that could easily be 3-0, right? They had that weird loss to the Bengals week one. The missed field goal, that insane missed field goal. And then they just came in and blew them out. Kirk Cousins, eight touchdowns, no picks. Looks absolutely competent. The one thing I think worries is now Dalvin Cook. Who sees Madison coming gets all yeah. these yards. Davin Cook wants a new contract. Yeah. Now you see you walk him in Madison played just as well. You're gonna really want to spend twelve, fifteen million on on a really good running yeah. back. So I think if Madison stays and keeps playing like this, they're gonna let they're gonna yeah. let Cook walk because they need to improve that defense, which is playing a bit better. Russ was not good. Lockett didn't really do anything. Um, and Chris Carson hasn't been able to get really anything going this year. So, again, this is a Seattle team where in September they always look good, and now they're not. So, And in that division where you have the Rams and the Cardinals coming in, they're, they're looking on the outside getting a playoff spot, let alone the division. Yeah, they've been playing really tough football. I mean, obviously you can score against them. Um, you know, The big thing is Seattle, Tyler Lockett going down, um, which, is, which is tough. More injuries for them. <clears throat> and you talk about it. Look, Madison was great last year for them. He had the same pretty much result against the Seahawks. He had like 170 yards. So, I mean, he's always been that looming specter behind Dalvin Cook. Obviously, you you, you know, you're, you're always con- 
worried the fact that he can actually replace him and do what he wants. But I think Cook, I mean, it's going to be interesting, as you say, if Vikings do want to get rid of him. It would be easy to get rid of, but I don't know. No, no, just let him go in free agents. Yeah. Like, because we're seeing that in the NFL, the way more people are passing, that it's just, you can't, would you rather have another great receiver or have a great running back? It's a tough question because we're just seeing running back being phased out over the last couple of years. Yeah, they've got to, they've got to have more options to it. But Dalvin Cook, obviously still good. Seattle Seahawks, now questions remain with these injuries. And, you know, depending if, if Lockett, how long he's going to be out for. But they get the win. Minnesota is, gets the win, moves on. Seattle Seahawks has some more problems. Big game of the Sunday night. The Tampa Bay Bucks uh, get beaten by the L.A. Rams. Uh, the Rams came out to play, man. Their defense was showing up. Uh, Tom Brady was under a lot of pressure. Uh, Bucks could not get their running game going, but Matt Stafford, look at him go. Uh, go. Lighting it up, firing it. Turns out uh, it was the team the whole time. <laughs> nice guy uh, on the Lions. You know, and there was talk yesterday. Could Aaron Rodgers or have anyone else done anything with that Detroit Lions team? Probably and not. Doubtful. So yeah, he just looked incredible, especially yeah. in the second half. Just coming out, they got the deep ball. Is accurate. Like it doesn't matter again. Like it doesn't matter. They're not going to run it. They got Stafford. I'm glad Tom Brady doesn't isn't going to go undefeated. Like everyone's like he's yeah. going to go undefeated this year. So we get that. I'd be worried if I'm uh, Tampa's pass rush just doesn't look like that's what I'm like. Yeah. What it, did to I think a lot of people got so excited about what it did to the Chiefs, but forgetting that they had no tackles. Yeah. So now they're going up against people with their full team, their full offensive line, and they're not getting to the quarterback. They didn't have Pierre Paul, uh, which hurt, which hurt them. But it's just again they didn't have Antonio Brown that would have helped. But Tom Brady again, there's just no running game. They're expecting a 44 year old guy to pass 60 times a game now, and. Yeah. We'll see if that holds off. I probably will. I'm not going to be like, oh, it's going to hurt him. Yeah. But they were good in the playoffs last year because Leonard Fournette was able to bruise and yeah. get some they, They've just completely abandoned the run. I, and, then, and I don't know if that's a great strategy considering... Yeah. yeah. I just don't think it's a good strategy. Tom Brady's, again, older. I don't want him throwing 55 times a game. He's done it almost every game. And he's still putting up 400 yards. He's still having a great career. Still having a great... And obviously the running game, as you say, like, you know, you've got the Colts getting rid of just signed away Marlon Mack. They couldn't reach agreement. They've already got enough guys. You know, he's a big guy. You're going to need somebody big to plow through. Well, they have Fournette, but he just can't huh. seem to do it. He anything. just can't seem... He's not that strong back that can really push through. So, I mean, there's obviously a lot of questions there, but the Rams... You know, continue to gain strides each week. A bit more momentum with a 10-point beating of the Bucks. Really says, you know, we're here. We're the top ones, pretty much. you got to take a shot at us if you want to get through the NFC. Uh, good victory for them. But then, of course, what it leaves is you could see Tom Brady <clears throat> stewing on the bench angry. And all you can think is, whoever he plays next is dead. Whoever yeah, he who, yeah, plays next angry. is dead. He is going to kill them. I think that's what everyone's going to think. And I don't know if it's really good. I think if anyone can game plan for Tom Brady, it's Bill Belichick. <clears throat> so, again, this is going to be the, one of the great, either one of the best QB performances or one of the greatest performances of all time. Yeah, well, I mean, obviously we'll get into that in our preview show. But, I mean, it's one thing that when the, you know, the, the apprentice becomes the master in a way because he also knows all of Bel Belichick's tricks. He also knows... and. You know, the one discerning thing they said was Belichick always treated Tom like he was still always 20, even when he was in his 40s. So when you treat someone like a little boy, they might come Spank up and him. man you up and, and slap Spank you him. in front of it. Speaking of slappings, um, this is a bit of a slapping. Uh, back and forth game, 40 seconds left. Great game. Aaron Rodgers pulls us together. Uh, they win 30 to 28. Uh, you know, it was an all-out battle in this one. 
uh, shooting it out. Yeah, you can't really like, say anyone really lost it. I think Rodgers did a great... I, Garoppolo came back and got them... It got him that touchdown, which after that fumble he did. So that was huge. And Garoppolo, I thought, played quite well. Yeah, he did. Um, I think Roger, Rogers played great, especially that last drive was fantastic. The only thing that concerns me is it's only Devontae Adams. Like yeah. When it comes to crunch time, he's not even looking at anyone no. else. He's throwing it only to Devontae Adams. And my worry is that when you go against a Jalen Ramsey or someone that can really take out Devontae Adams, what's he going to do? Yeah. And I think if I'm... If I'm the Packers, I'm sniffing around at receivers for this year. Especially if this is going to be the last dance. Yeah, you got to get him some help. Like, I, I don't, I don't believe that Scam Valdez, Scamming, no. and Lazar are going to turn into solid number two. I think they're fine. They'll have an occasional good game, but they need another weapon again. Tanyan's fine. I think he got lucky with a lot of those touchdowns and people got excited, but he's not a game breaker. Yeah, this is a team that needs a bit of help because their defense is still giving up a lot of points. So they're going to be in a lot of shootouts. And if Rogers, if someone takes out Devante, Rogers is going to be holding on and he's going to get killed back there. One of the things I noticed in, in the difference, but uh, great win, but great win. It was a good Packers. win. One of the things I noticed a big difference in the Rogers of old is, is that he's throwing passes. He wouldn't normally throw that are bad. And I, and I noticed a lot of game where he chucks some balls. I'm like, what the, what the hell are you doing, man? You would never normally do this. And he was fortunate that the 49ers did not pick those off. As you say, he is trying to force it to Devontae Adams, but some of the passes but I saw... He catches him. Devontae's one of the best in the league. So. He is, but, you know, he's he does... I'm seeing more of a Mahomes in him that he's just chucking balls. You're like, if that was a better defense, that's picked. And there was four balls that I counted in the second half, and I was like, those could easily have been taken away. I don't count the Packers or the 49ers in the same tier as the Bucks or Rams. I, I really think there's a difference between those teams. Maybe, maybe. And, and while the 49ers play well, you know... If they have another, if they get a number guy named Trey, then they can have a tray of trays, which I think would be good for the 49ers oh, okay. because they're going to need some sort of running, you know, another running back. I don't even know what's going to happen in the 49ers game, but I think that the Packers, there's a lot of one sidedness. I I wasn't that hugely impressed. It was a great comeback, but again, he needed Devontae Adams in that. Um, if he loses Devontae Adams, which he obviously got smoked in one play. You wonder what's going to yeah. happen for them. How do you not call a flag on that, too? Yeah. That was like clear helmet to helmet. Yeah, that was a big one. But, you know, emotional win for both of them. 30-28, to 28 Packers need it. Uh, how about this for an NFC contest? Dak is back and scary, man. And this the guy... Eagles are not good. Like, like, we everyone got excited after that first game. Yeah. It's like, Eagles are back. Eagles are shit. Yeah. Eagles are back. Yeah, like, yeah, you're right. Dak looked great. Dak looked great. He's able to spread the ball around. The running game gets going. Uh, but it's his confidence. And, you know, I think when we saw it before Dak got hurt last time of the season, he was ripping it. He yeah. was throwing lots of balls. He was spreading the ball around. He's got great vision. You know, he's capable. He's confident. He's a leader and a quarterback. And with a 20-point beating of the uh, the Eagles, you obviously go, the Cowboys are obviously number one now in the NFC East. Um, yeah, they're pretty much probably going to walk away with this division. Um, they'll get excited. But I'll tell you this, Cowboys. Mike McCarthy is going to blow it in the playoffs. Like, no matter what happens, how great this season is, you will lose because of a Mike McCarthy bad clock management play or just a terrible challenge or just some bonehead move because that's all. He's even still doing that. He's the worst clock manager. He's still doing it. And he just can't get it out of him. Like, he's just a bad coach. And I think that's. I think you've got such great weapons and you're leaving it in the hands of a buffoon. So, sorry, I'm confused. How do you really feel about Mike McCarthy, I've, Ryan? <laughs> he's my Bill O'Brien this year. Yeah. Except he's winning. But I've never believed in Mike McCarthy. I think he got gifted Aaron Rodgers in his prime. 
and and he's just never really shown anything. Again, he's been gifted this insane offense with all these weapons. Like, yeah, you should be putting up 41 against this team. Good, good on Dallas for, for moving forward. Uh, obviously, some other big news. Uh, Jalen Rigar uh, from the Eagles has offered to fight a fan who said he didn't get enough uh, touchdowns for him. Uh, we'll talk about Carolina defense in the next one. But let's quickly look at the Week 4 matchup, our Thursday night game. Oh, what a game this is, everyone. And I know you've been looking forward to it. Please stay up. We're going to stay up for this one. <laughs> the Cincinnati Bengals are hosting the Jacksonville Jaguars oh, in what can only be considered what is, your best excuse to stay up Friday till 5 a.m. No, I, I, to be fair, this is a rematch of like the college national championship. It should be kind of a fun game. Yeah. It actually might be. Yeah. Because a lot of times the, the games that are dogs end up being some of the most exciting Thursday sure. games. Um, I again, I'm. I just think I think Burrow's being at home seven and a half. I'm gonna say it's gonna be close. I think this is a game where Jacksonville finally keeps it close. I think Burrow's or um, what's his name Lawrence is Lawrence. remembering the, the national championship loss to LSU, so he's gonna want to keep it close. So I'm gonna say I'm gonna pick the Bengals to win, uh, twenty four twenty. It's, it's going to be kind of close. It's going to be <clears throat> Urban Meyer. I can actually see an upset, to be honest with you. Wow. I can see an upset. I don't really think Cincinnati is as amazing as, as beating Pittsburgh and Minnesota. Well, I think they're at home, so that's going to be an emotional victory for them on a Thursday night. So I, I've got this one 31 to 20. I think it'll be the over, but I think Cincinnati can easily put a beating on them. You know, they're not going to be able to stop. Joe Mixon is a very difficult guy to stop. Um, the Bengals obviously gaining confidence. Having beaten Pittsburgh last week... This will be great for them because they know that as long as they can keep winning, they can keep putting the distance on to Pittsburgh. So I, I see this as a bit of a beating. 31 to 20. Uh, again, folks, uh, join us every Sunday, Sports Bar and Grill Old Street. Also want to try the Sports Bar and Grill Clapham. If you've done it, it's right on Clapham Junction, right on the high street. Go there. It's open until uh, late, 11 o'clock. Uh, and then join our DraftKings League. That's it for this week. Right now, I'll be back for our week four preview. Thanks for listening. Stay safe and free petrol. Free petrol.